strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. It is the Mike Broomhead Show. Mike Opelka sitting in for my friend Mike Broomhead. You can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and and uh, even Truth Social, although I don't go there that much because it's kind of an echo chamber. I like stirring it up on Twitter with those liberals. You can find me at Mike Opelka at Stunt Brain. There's a blue check mark by it. I uh, just uh, posted something from Thomas Massey, one of my favorite congressmen. Thomas Massey, the first congressional district in Kentucky. Uh, he's got two degrees from MIT. He's not a dummy. And he's a small government guy. And he's not happy that uh, we we are now getting ready to send another $12 billion of new aid to Ukraine. $5 billion of which, according to Reuters reporting, $5 billion is going to pay the government, the people working for the Ukrainian government. Anyone getting nervous about this bottomless pit, this money pit? And how many billions of dollars have we sent of the people's money, yours and mine, and how much in the weaponry has gone there? And what's going to happen to that? Do we even know? I think there's a whole lot of questions that have to be answered, and they're not going to get asked until Republicans are in charge. I also mentioned earlier some of the COVID news that's got me troubled. Uh, this uh, study from the Journal of American Medicine uh, was put out saying uh, detection of messenger RNA COVID-19 vaccines in human breast milk. This study is really disturbing. They say vaccination is the cornerstone in fighting COVID-19. However, the initial messenger RNA, they call that mRNA, clinical trials included several vulnerable groups, including young children, lactating individuals. No, they're not lactating individuals. Stop with the woke madness. We call those people mothers, women, lactating individuals, indeed. And they're saying now of the group that they tested, they found traces of this vaccine mRNA in the breast milk, which means that could get into the babies. And that's not good. We know that this was something that was not supposed to happen, that we were guaranteed. We were told it's not going to happen, but uh, I'm sorry, this is unacceptable. And Joey Biden was out on the on the um, Rose Garden lawn screaming about how insurance and pharma need to be brought under control. Well, this this government sanctioned forced inoculations, which now we're seeing has problems beyond anyone's comprehension, beyond any of the wildest expectations and projections is disturbing. The CDC has just walked back guidance again, citing long-term heart issues in young people. Not good. And they have also said that they're, they're no longer supporting wholesale mask wearing in inside health facilities. I'm sure they still want people to wear masks when they're in the operating rooms. But how much of what we forced on people... 
during the pandemic is going to be seen as just haphazard. And, and well, I, I don't get me started on Fauci because there's so many things with Fauci that just irritate me beyond beyond all explanation. And yesterday, yesterday was the the two year anniversary of uh, Ron DeSantis telling Florida, you're free. It was two years ago yesterday, very early in the pandemic, that DeSantis said, our state's going to be open. We're not going to shut down and, and succumb to the COVID madness. And he was called Death Santis by the Harpies on The View. He was chided by the White House. He was ridiculed over and over again. And the death rate in Florida, the infection rate in Florida, didn't didn't surpass that of New York or California. And in fact, the business attitude in California and the prosperity and the kids in schools has made Florida a place for freedom and success. So sometimes this herd mentality versus herd immunity needs to be discussed a little deeper. I'm just saying. We have a lot to get to uh, this hour, this remaining hour of the Mike Broomhead Show, including you're going to meet my friend Jim Stovall, who is maybe the most remarkable, inspiring guy I've ever met in my entire and long life. And I've met a lot of folks. You're going to love this guy. And uh, we have to figure out the uh, the news up. I'm, I'm still not sure if I'm capable of handling this next segment with uh, Julia trying to catch me up on what's going on in the news. But we'll get to it just around the corner. It's Opelka in for Broomhead on the Mike Broomhead Show. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. It is the Mike Broomhead Show, and I I have to admit, I I feel like one of those contestants on Celebrity Jeopardy. I'm worried that I could be embarrassing myself in this next segment. It's, uh, It's time for Did You Hear This? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. For the first time in weeks, gas prices are rising around the country. The Energy Department says up six cents a gallon nationwide, but that doesn't tell the whole story. In much of the country, they're still dropping. But in California, they've skyrocketed in the last week, increasing 38 cents a gallon. Are you concerned about the rise? I'm not, because this is how the free market works. I'm concerned about our inability to realize that we need to be energy independent like we were when Donald Trump was president, like we were before this bobo and his brain-addled administration took over. That's where I stand. Yesterday at the White House Competition Council, President Biden spoke on inflationary prices. We're taking inflation very seriously by enacting policies to bring down costs for people. And I have to admit to you, my focus is primarily on working class and middle class folks. They're the ones that get hurt the most. Do you think the policies are helping to lower inflation? If I could laugh out loud for a minute and a half, I would. Uh, The Biden administration's policies, and I'm making air quotes with my fingers, that he claims are intending to lower inflation are doing 180 degrees the opposite direction. Joe Biden and his administration think government spending is the answer to everything. 
It's the problem, Joey. It's not helping. You're hurting all of us, not just the working man, but all of us. Is this where I say we're in the middle of did you hear this? Because I'm new to all this, Julie. i, I got to make sure. I'm, I'm listening to some of the big clips of the day that Julie has picked and trying to uh, throw my take on them. All right. Well, the housing market is slowing after the Federal Reserve's last interest rate hike. We're seeing bidding wars no longer the norm. Listings are lingering a little bit longer on the market because demand has collapsed and less supply is also coming onto the market. There was a recent report from Zillow that showed new listings slid almost 23 percent in August from a year earlier. Do you think this signals the end of frenzied buying? Yeah, the frenzy buying is dead already, dead and buried. Where we are right now is in a spiral, downward spiral, that may be one of the most dangerous things as it relates to impacts on the economy. Record property plunge. Luxury home purchases are down almost 28% year over year. The rest of the market is down 19.5%. This is tied to the fading of our economy and the rising of interest rates. A year ago, you could get a 30-year mortgage for a 2.75%. Now it's well over 6%, headed to 7%. That's the highest it's been since 2008 at the market crash, and it's going higher. Yesterday, NASA had no hiccups in its first test of a new planetary defense system. The asteroid poses no threat to Earth, but the technology being used here could be scaled up and could one day be used to protect Earth from a real threat by knocking a potentially catastrophic asteroid off course. Are you impressed by NASA's experiment? I love this. I don't just like it, I love it. As a child who grew up watching America race the Russians to the moon and ultimately defeating the Russians, the Soviet Union, getting to the moon and back and being the only nation that has managed that. The only nation, yes, I believe we went to the moon and we came back. And we did it and we got so much great science out of it. And now we are going back into space. And yes, it's expensive, but it's also going to drive interest in science and technology and engineering. And we, we here on Earth will be the beneficiaries of it, not just from a security standpoint, but from the standpoint of innovation that will spread across so many spectrums we can't even understand it. And that's it, huh? How did I do? Did I pass? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> that's very interesting. This is a really interesting test. I had no idea what Julia was picking, but uh, it's kind of like a, a Celebrity Jeopardy test where you you go in and you're worried that you're going to sound like a dummy and... Hopefully, I didn't sound like a dummy. Uh, we have other things we have to talk about today. I mentioned this earlier. Yesterday, the um, the Atlanta Braves showed up at the White House with the World Series championship trophy to take a picture with the president. This is one of those things that I'm glad everybody showed up. During the Trump administration and sometimes during the Obama administration, there were people whose athletes, whose political views were contrary to the current administration, and they were babies. And they said, we're not going to show up because we don't like the man in the White House. Well, 
you're a dummy because you don't get that chance to visit the White House and get a picture with the president, even if you disagree with him. If you're a world champion, you stand with your president and you get your picture taken. Yesterday, it happened with Joey Biden. And Joe said some dumb things because he's Joe Biden and his brain is not quite fully functioning right now. But one of the weirdest things happened while the Braves were in the White House. There was a press briefing going on. And uh, KGB, Corinne Jean-Pierre, was asked a question about the Atlanta Braves. And on um, the president hosting the Atlanta Braves today, wondering if you or the president has any thoughts about some of the controversial, about the team name, the Braves name, the so-called Tomahawk Shop, any thoughts on it? So we, we believe that it's important um, to have this conversation. Uh, you know, and uh, and Native American and Indigenous voices, uh, they should be at the center of this conversation. Really? Is that what you think? You think that the, the people in the Native American community don't like the idea of a championship team being called the Braves? You really think that's a problem? Oh, my God. These people are so stupid. They really are. The Braves are they are the among the best. They're the the brave ones, as they say. And you know what? <laughs> if the government's really upset about the word braves or about the word Indians, as Cleveland changed its team name, maybe we shouldn't call it the Bureau of Indian Affairs because that's still in place in Washington, D.C. Maybe you need to clean your own house before you go looking at anybody else's house. I'm just saying, Corinne Jean-Pierre. It's Michael Pelka in for Mike Broomhead on the Mike Broomhead Show. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. It is the last half hour of today's adventure. Uh, Mike Opelka in for Mike Broomhead on the Mike Broomhead Show. Thank you for being there and all the support from uh, from Julia and uh, Byron back in the studio. I am remote. I couldn't be really much farther away if I tried. I, I'm in uh, Delaware, and that's the miracle of modern technology, but I'm thrilled to be here and uh, talking to you. I'm waiting on a guest. Our next guest is uh, just an incredible, inspiring guy, but I have to share something with you. A little more fun with Joe Biden. Uh, if you remember, it was uh, just a weekend, a couple of days ago, 10 days ago. Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes with Scott Pelley, and Pelley asked him this question. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Yeah, I think I haven't, uh, look. It makes me nervous. He's got the nuclear codes. Uh, there's a guy out there named Socialist Mop. And if you're a person who is on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you should look up Socialist Mop. He's a very talented young man who took a bunch of things Joe Biden said and made a song that is, um, well, let's just say it's uh, it's remarkable and it's hilarious. And I'm going to give you a little sample of something called My Mind's Going Blank Now. What's the song that is played where everybody is on the chair, everybody, at the, you know, uh, go, going to uh, the, uh, you know, 
my mind's going blank now. What's happening? What, what, I can't remember. I'm losing track. My mind's going blank now. What are you talking about? What the hell's going on here? Where the hell are you? My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What am I doing here? My mind's going blank now. Where am I headed? I keep forgetting I'm present. Where am I? No idea. Last night on the television, on television, I was on a telephone. Rapidly rising now. Yeah, it's uh, it's brilliant, and I don't know how anyone has the time to do all that editing. But Joe Biden said all of those things. Socialist mop is the kid who did it. The uh, song is called My Mind's Going Blank Now. It goes on for another minute and a half. And I see our guest is here, so we're going to get right to it. I I mentioned that this is a friend of mine who is an inspiring man beyond any measure of the word inspiring. His name is Jim Stovall. When he was 18 years old, he was on a path to become an Olympic weightlifter. He was a world-class athlete set to go to the Olympics in Moscow, and we know what happened with that Olympics, but... Jim's dream of being a world-class athlete was crushed when he went blind. His body just deteriorated the vision he had. Totally blind. He changed his life, changed his path, and became an entrepreneur. Created something for blind people called the Narrative Television Network, which uh, allows people with no vision to understand and enjoy movies and TV. He's also written more than 70 books. He's a public speaker, and each week he puts out a column called Winner's Wisdom. It's an inspiring column. And I talk to Jim every week about that column, and he's agreed to join us here. Jim Stahlval, welcome, my friend. Always good to visit with you, sir. I I like the angle on this column. You kind of confused me, I I have to tell you, and I know you're going to tell me that's not a difficult thing to do, but you start... Right, that's low hanging fruit to confuse you but uh yeah i i understand uh, it, it's called tale of the tape and it it draws on an old boxing term and my earliest memories as a kid were the the ali fights and howard cosell and they would do the way in and then he called it the tale of the tape and but one of the most fascinating things it really doesn't matter how how much this guy weighs the really important thing was this obscure measurement they call wingspan how long are your arms And, you know, they found that Ali's arms were a couple inches longer than most guys he fights, which doesn't seem like a big deal until a guy's hitting you and you can't hit him. (laughs) And that's a big thing, you know, and they have found that in a lot of great athletes. Uh, Dennis Rodman, who was a phenomenal rebounder, he was only 6'6 or 7, but he had the wingspan of a 7'2 guy. And, uh, wow, that makes a lot of difference for you. But... The tale of the tape came about, and I was just reminded of that. I, our offices and television studios are in a, a big building. It used to be a shopping mall, big atrium out there in the middle, and all of these three levels with uh, you know these angled stairways and different curving things. And worst place in the world for a blind guy like me to have his office, but we took over a studio there, and it made sense. And we have offices upstairs, so I memorized every inch of this 
big atrium area. And so uh, daily to this day, I, I go on my morning walk and I walk up and down the stairs, uh, you know, multiple times up and down the three levels. And uh, a few weeks ago, a woman stopped me and said, uh, are you the Jim Stovall from the movies? And I said, yes, I am. And, and she said, can I talk with you? And I said, you can if you want to do it while you're walking. So we started walking down the stairs and, and made all the turns and twists. And she said, how do you do that when you're a blind guy? How do you do that? And I said, well, I've memorized it. And I, I do have a uh, one cheat sheet here. And I showed her near this one place where the handrail doesn't extend to a downward staircase. I said, underneath this, uh, this rail here, there's a piece of scotch tape. It's been there for years. I put it there. And it tells me I'm two steps away from hitting that top step. And she said, wow, do you think you would miss that? I said, no, 99 times out of 100, I would be right on the mark. But if I'm distracted or something, maybe one in 100, I miss that. But if you do it every day, every work day, that means uh, twice a year at least, you go head over heels to the bottom of the steps, which is a, an eventuality I want to avoid. So we have our little thing here. And, you know, and then th that's where the column talks about, you know, risks and knowing the numbers and the critical thing, you know, because there are risks we can deal with. Uh, uh, there's risks we need to avoid, and there's risks we can absorb. And it just depends uh, what they are. And she said, well, why aren't there tapes on all of them? And I said, well, the other ones either have a handrail or you're going up. Falling up the stairs is not a big deal. It's falling down. You've got to know, you know, what's the risk, what's the reward, what's worth it, what isn't. And, uh, you know, and you only do that when you know your numbers and you know what matters to you because there are like I said there are risks we can uh, avoid risk we can absorb and risks we need to stay completely away from yeah oh man uh, well, what a great connection between the tale of the tape and boxing and understanding the risks of facing an opponent with a greater reach and wingspan than yours and going through your day as a blind guy trying to navigate a, a space and area even though it's a space you go to every day you have to make sure you know all of the measurements you have to know the tale of that tape and that little piece of scotch tape that how many years has it been there jim that it's guided you or at least warned you probably at least 20 years and uh, and it just stays there and it's all on the bottom side nobody else would notice it but me but uh, it stays there and uh, since this column came out i understand several of the neighbors in the building have gone and checked it out so it's now a kind of a a famous piece of scotch tape but you know understanding the risk you know mike you know let, let's be honest here 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 we're going behind the the, the curtain uh, inside baseball yeah. you're not the most technical guy i've ever met and you you evidenced that this morning as we were trying to get on the air here and we we got to try several different configurations of the equipment yeah so if you told me jim i'm working on my car well, I need to know what are you working on. You know, if you're working on the the radio or the 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 uh, the ashtray, I'm okay with that, Mike. But if you tell me, Jim, I'm working on my brakes, I'm very concerned, Mike, because that's a risk we really don't want to deal with. You you can drive if your defroster isn't working, maybe, or or your your, your armrest. If you're working on that, I can deal with that, Mike. But uh, you uh, should should never work on anything that's vital. That's very important. I, I'm actually uh, someone who supports this um, this theory. 
of Jim Stovall's, this mandate of Jim Stovall's. I understand uh, my limitations, and I think not uh, not only knowing the limitations of what you're facing by the tail of the tape, we also have to do an evaluation on ourselves and understand where we can handle something and where we can't and things like brakes and engines yeah i'm good with getting a pro to handle that and just i'll i'll put the gas in the tank i'll clean the windows and i'll make sure there's air in the tires but after that i'm calling on a professional or at least someone a little better uh suited for that task than myself Absolutely, and you know, and you want the best people you can get. I, uh, you know, I was talking to an airline pilot the other day while we were waiting to take off, and we were standing there, and and he said, "I always check out the maintenance guys, and they're really good." And the ones that every once in a while there's a guy, and he said, "Well, we've already checked it twice," and I tell him to check it again, or else get on the plane with me. And that's the, kind of the big difference there. The guy that's <laughs> kind of overseeing the work is is on the plane with you, and that that's always a comforting feeling there. Now, I think you may have stumbled into something here, Jim, that before every plane takes off, the maintenance crew should have a lottery and one person on the maintenance team should have to get on that flight. Although I think we'd have to hire a whole bunch more people in order to fulfill that. Because everybody would do their job and make sure it was done right by the other people if they knew they had to fly that plane as well. Just a thought. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's just, uh, you know, it's the risk versus reward. And you always got to remember, you know, uh, the risks you can deal with, deal with them. No big deal. The risks you can absorb, that's fine. But the ones you need to avoid, stay completely away from. And you will have a much more uh, pleasant life and you'll sleep better every night. And probably be successful like Jim Stovall. And, and you can get Jim's column every week if you go to jimstovall.com. Sign up for the winner's wisdom. It'll show up in your email inbox. It's free. And uh, find me wherever I am, and we'll do a deep dive with it every week. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And there he goes. He really is an incredible and inspiring story, and his winner's wisdom column is something I, uh, I use every single week. Maybe it'll be something that helps you. Maybe not. All right. I have uh, some final thoughts coming up on the new prime minister of Italy, who the mainstream media does not like at all. And I kind of think she might be uh, an indicator of where the midterm elections are going in this country. We'll talk about it just around the corner. It's Opelka in for Broomhead on the Broomhead Show. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. It is the uh, Mike Broomhead Show. Thank you for being here with me. Mike returns tomorrow. My name is Mike Opelka. Before we get out of here, there's a new prime minister in Italy, uh, a, a female, first time in their history, and the left is freaking out because she says stuff like this. This is translated, but here's the, uh, the words of Prime Minister Maloney. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? Because it defines us. Because it defines our identity. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer 
longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators, the perfect consumer. That is so amazing. And I believe that a lot of common sense is in that statement. And I also believe a lot of America has the same thinking. We are waking up 41 and a half days away. It's Opelka saying thank you for letting me be with you on the Broomhead Show. Testudo, my friends. Testudo.